0: You're listening to Insights for Living with Pastor Poggio Oyemade. Pastor Poggio is the Senior Pastor of the Covenant Nation.
1: Uh, This morning I want to share on something God has laid, all right, on my heart. And it has to do with the subject of when you are going through things, or walking through the valley of the shadow of death that you shouldn't be moved what that means is don't respond in fear but learn to prophesy That don't respond in fear but learn to prophesy and to speak out God's word from your heart Many of us allow ourselves to go through things. We start feeling discouraged. We start getting heavy. Our, our heart starts getting filled with anxiety, allowing the enemy to, you know, hit on us and, and beat us down. And the miracle is just on our lips if we will at that particular point in time, in the spirit of faith begin to declare God's word out of our lips. Now, start out with Psalm 23, verse 1. Uh, and I read this, we taught this um, on, on, on Thursday. And started it out, it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. In other words, the key to living a lack-free life is that you understand that the Lord is, as your shepherd. And the first thing about the shepherd is that he guides the sheep. In fact, he protects the sheep through guidance. So it is his voice. He said, my sheep hear my voice and they follow me. So the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Uh, Then he goes on and says, he maketh me to lie down in grain pastures, and then he begins to lead me beside the still waters. Note those two words, still waters, we'll get back to it. So he leads you beside still waters for a reason. Uh, and when you drink of these waters, what they do is that they bring you into a place of stillness and quietness. And then next thing it says here is that. He restoreth my soul, and then he leads me again in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. So we see him leading, all right, leading us, all right, taking us to the green pasture, leading us beside the still waters, leading us in a paths of righteousness for his name's sake, And then verse 4, he says, yea, which means yes. That's why he puts yea there, saying yes. This is a statement that is intentionally written. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, so as the shepherd leads you, he is going to guide you through the valley or lead you through an experience That can be termed uh, the valley of the shadow of death. Now, this is where a lot of Christians now, all right, begin, uh, as they'll say, to trip. And begin to wonder that as a Christian, you know, a child of God, a prayerful person, I should not be going through what I am going through presently. Uh, I should not go through this path, but it tells us he will lead you through the valley of the shadow of death. But the response is, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Then he goes on and says, you have prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup runs over, goodness and mercy, follow me all the days of my life. So it says you will go through the valley of the shadow of death. This is an authentic path ordained by God for every single Christian. This is where you get established. This is the way you must go through in order to find that table that he has prepared for you in life. That place that he has spread, the Bible says that is filled with fat things. Uh, But once he begins to take his children through the valley of the shadow of death, then people begin to wonder and begin to, all right, more and more complain, and they're wondering what's going on. As a Christian, people begin to think, I'm not supposed to go through this. He said, I will lead you through the valley of the shadow of death. Jesus said it this way. He said, in this world, he didn't say you may have tribulation. He said, in this world, you will have tribulation. In other words, it is the will of God. He said, but be of good cheer. I have done what? Overcome them. So I will lead you through. If you are going to get to the table that is prepared. Now, this is what Jesus is saying. You start out and he picks you up. He takes you through, to, to green pastures. Uh, you see, let me just put it this way. Green ray, you said, nice, all right. Lush green gardens, still waters alright, he's preparing you for something, leads you in paths of righteousness, you're all happy and all of that, then suddenly, he turns the corner and says, well, this is the new way now, to this place that I've prepared for you, and as you get into, suddenly all the lights goes off, you are now in a dark alley, right, you start hearing sounds around, uh, you look to the left there, there's movement in the bush. Quietness on the outside, nobody in sight. Then you go forward again, all right, you see skeletons where people perished here. It says, I'm the one leading you through this experience. All right? And then you hear another sound and you, hear that sound, you look around and say, what's going on? It says, fear no evil. It says, listen, whoever will get to that table I have prepared, has got to walk through this path. This is the way to the table that I have prepared for you where your cup is going to run over. This is the journey into abundance. This is the journey into the fulfillment of my purpose for your life. Hear what I'm saying. He says, I've prepared a table. In other words, Jesus is saying, If they announce that we're going to lay off one third of the staff of an office there, and you go and pray and fast, there's no guarantee your name will not be there. But it says when you get the letter saying that you have been laid off, I want you to stand and prophesy. Do you get what I'm saying? That though I walk through this valley of the shadow of death, The end is going to speak. God has prepared a table for me in the presence of all my enemies. Watch it, folks. My cup is going to run over. In six months from this day, I tell you, when you look at me, you will not recognize me. Do you get what I'm saying here? Now, this is what, not that you sit down there and say, why did they sack me? Do you get what I'm saying here? And he starts saying, why did this happen? Why did this? He said, in this world, you have tribulation. All right, so that you will be in a position to strengthen others. So you hold it up and you make your declaration. Now, it tells you, we're going to see this. He will not suffer your soul to see corruption. In other words, between now and the manifestation of that table, nobody will be able to see deterioration in your life. All right, he is going to preserve you in the wilderness until the salvation is going to reveal. All right, you look at it, it says, fear not. You say, well, I might lose my car. Fear not, you won't lose it. You say, well, I might lose my house. Fear not, it won't happen. It is fear that contaminates the anointing. It is fear that contaminates that river, we'll show this, that is bringing you great manifestations to your life. But you've got to prophesy there. Uh, someone says, well, you know, there was a business, I set in for the deal and all of that. They gave another company, but I prayed and I fasted and they gave somebody else. Yes, they gave somebody else. As you walk out of the office, instead of being disappointed, want to see this, you hold it up and prophesy. Satan, you didn't take anything away from me. God took away the first in order to establish the second. We are giving too much credit to Satan. Look, as a Christian, you must understand this. That even anything Satan does, he takes authorization. Acts chapter 2 and verse 22. Ye men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God, amongst you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as you yourselves also know. Him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God. Nothing takes God by surprise. I want to show some this morning. By the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, you have taken. In other words, by God's determinate and forecounsel and foreknowledge, men took you. And by wicked hands, you crucified and slay him, whom God hath raised up. Having loosed the pains of death, you say, Well, the situation is painful, Pastor. You don't understand. I understand. Alright, the Bible says a woman when she's in travail, she will have labor pains. But as soon as the child is born, she will no longer follow God to the end of the matter. The end will justify the journey. The problem is that people die in the process. Get to the end and you have an explanation of everything that happened. When you wear that crown, you will look at it and say, now I understand that the sufferings of that time could not be compared to the glory that is in my life. So it says you will go through. Luke chapter 4 and verse 1. When Jesus was baptized with the Holy Spirit, the first place the Holy Spirit led Jesus into, look for one, was into the wilderness. Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan where he was baptized and was led by the Spirit. It wasn't a mistake. He was led by who? The Spirit. Into so the wilderness. So, God, in taking you, all right, or the nation of Israel from Egypt into the promised land, must of necessity take you through the wilderness. And in that wilderness, which is that valley of the shadow of death, there will be some shaking that will go on. Support structures that you thought, you don't know how blessed you are. When you think you can't succeed without some people, they leave and success is multiplied. You are delivered. Some of you, God is trying to deliver you from people. That's why he has allowed people to walk away. But you are holding on to their garments that don't leave me. The person you need to know is with you is God. All right? So He took them to the wilderness, remove things out of their lives. Predictable patterns. Uh, knowing exactly where the food will be. At what? Now, in Egypt, even though they were in bondage, that's why people prefer bondage. Because for you to be free, you must experience the wilderness. i get You must know how to survive without any support. You know, I grew up in a city, but which it purely, it was, it was, it, back then it was a purely academic city. So anybody that went there probably went there to school or judiciary. Civil service. Okay, when I went got to Lagos, it was a culture shock. You know, I don't even think I've totally overcome the culture shock because I will get there and I will see people with expensive cars, and where they are living, they will just enter, go up, up, and no garden. If you back then you send somebody in Badon with that kind of car, they will have palm trees in their houses garden you get what I'm saying here it was a homely environment it was you know we were you know it was about but what you see and even from things like jam form you are being programmed because you know in jam form businessmen can't sign it back then you must be a civil servant a judge or something which means it's almost like saying you must be a salaried person so, the whole structure that we saw, you'll be lecturer one, lecturer two, senior lecturer one, senior lecturer two, uh, as say, professor, uh, this one, professor, that's all we saw. Civil so we'll to go one, two. So, just for people to wake up.
0: Badagri, are you ready? The Covenant Nation announces the opening of its Badagri Center on Sunday, February 6th, 2022. Come with your friends, family, and children to worship with the Covenant Nation in Badagri as Pastor Kodju Oyemade ministers every Sunday from February 6th, 2022. Venue is the Badagri Theater along Hospital Road by PWD bus stop, Badagri. Time is 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. every Sunday. For more information, call 818 21 The Covenant Nation is now in Badagri. See you in church. Powered by the Covenant Nation, and you don't have a fixed.
1: No, sir. So, how do you eat? Listen, I'm trying to say this. My parents cannot understand when I started doing ministry. So, you just be you. <laughs> wait, wait, are you, wait. Where is the? Okay, even if you are attached to a denomination, we understand. You mean you will, just, you will just wake up? Where are the people going to come from? Now, God takes you to the wilderness to deliver you from some systems. Do you get what I'm saying here? Where it takes you, where they woke up? At least you know where they are cooking the food. Here, we have woken up. No poultry, so where are the eggs coming from? No trees in sight. Where are the fruits coming from? No water inside. Where are we going to get water? And God says, don't worry. By the end of the day, you'll be full. Fool how? <laughs> now, he's trying to show you that he is your source. Then after that, you can begin to an order of abundance. But at that point, you are free from that order. Do you get what I'm saying So what does he command us? The first law here, what to look at this is fear not. I want to show this. They show how to get to, the, because, you know, fear is not, you can't get rid of fear by willpower. If you are afraid, you are afraid. Fear is a reflex action. Do you understand what I'm saying here? You don't sit down and say, I am going to be scared. Are you understand this? I mean, I, I mean, I look like a very serious fellow, but um, I like jokes and I like playing pranks. And um, I actually go on YouTube to learn new pranks, but I but but I have stopped. Okay, all right, because when I got mine, I I just stopped. So, I mean, recently my wife was coming up, I hid under the clothes, but I just I repented because. <laughs> I said, this shock might be too much. All right? But back then, <laughs> it was a few years ago, I would hide behind the door. All right? When people are coming. All right? So when we first service. And, the, and seriously speaking, some bring coffee to me, and they're bringing coffee, and I'll hide behind the door. And I'll just come up. Ah! And the person will shake. I'll, I'll hold the person. Let me tell you what happened. So there was this morning I heard footsteps coming again. So I went behind the door. And as the person turned the corner, I came out. Ah! It was a 75-year-old man. <laughs> he looked at me and said, I said, I'm sorry, sir. He said, actually, I'm looking for the pastor. <laughs> I don't think the pastor is around to this morning <laughs> because there was no way this man was going to believe. I said, sir, come back. The, the pastor is not, is not available at this particular moment. So what I'm saying is that here is not something, all right, that is a voluntary action. So I want to show here because... When it says, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you shall fear no evil. It's not something that you can be pacing the floor and saying, I will not fear. I will not fear. I will not fear. I will not fear. All right? Psalm 13 and verse 4. Let's run through some scriptures. And I want you to note this. Lest an enemy say, I have prevailed against him. And those that trouble me rejoice when I am what? Moved. Not that when something that they want happens on the outside, but when I am just what? Moved. So once you move, they start rejoicing. We've got this person. Yeah. Psalm 16 and verse 8. we I't going to look through a few Psalms. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be what moved." Psalm 21 and verse seven: "For the king trusteth in the Lord, and through the mercy of the Most High, he shall not be what moved." Psalm 46, verse five. It says, God is in the midst of her, and she shall not be what? Moved. And God shall help her, and that right early. Now, what is suggested, and we're going to see here, is once you are moved, you miss the help of God. If you are going to see the help of God, and that right early which means on time. As they say in urban language, there must be no shaking in your heart. Look, let's read it from verse 1, 46 verse 1. You'll see it here. God is a refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Verse 2. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though mountains shake with the swelling thereof. There is a river, and these the still waters he took you to. Streams thereof, will see this, which make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her, and she shall not be moved. Please, let's get the picture of what God wants to produce in you in a situation. God forbid people are inside a place, and a lion charges in. You know, you won't think. People will head for every outlet. Now, God says the picture is that you see somebody continue the walk. The lion came in. That person is not moved. Won't you look at that person and say, come. Come. What do you know we don't know? And he sits still. The picture is though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you are still. Things are falling to the left and to the right, and you remain what? Still. The picture of that quietness, that is, you are not moved in any way. Paul said, all these things that happen, they don't move me. It's a place of stability if you are going to see. Now, once you move here, which means something happens, you're running, and all of that. Now, people may be praying, but once there's that movement in the heart, you won't see results. People can even call on the name of Jesus, and you don't hear faith. You know, you can say Jesus, and they say, well, What's the problem? Which means it is not a declaration of faith, but of fear, even though you said Jesus. So what he's talking about is, you are not moved in any way. It's that place of stillness. It's that place of quietness inside the heart. And he says he will help you right early. So how do we get there? Psalm 55 and verse 22. Look at two more psalms about this. Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee he shall never suffer the righteous to be what moved god knows that listen you mustn't before we god says you mustn't move for me to make my move badagri are
0: you ready the Covenant nation announces the opening of its badagri center on sunday february sixth, 2022 Come with your friends, family, and children to worship with the Covenant Nation in Badagri as Pastor Kwaju Oyemade ministers every Sunday from February 6, 2022. Venue is the Badagri Theatre, along Hospital Road, by PWD bus stop, Badagri. Time is 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. every Sunday. For more information, call 0818-600-0021. The Covenant Nation is now in Badagri. See you in church. Powered by the Covenant Nation. This podcast is brought to you by the Covenant Nation. For more information, visit www.insightsforliving.org. Thank you and God bless.